0: Continuing completed classics, fulfilling failed franchises, reinvigorating reviled rehashes, it's the follow-up show! yee uppers and downers, and welcome to the long-awaited mid-season finale of the follow-up showdown 3 afi where this season we give worthy second chapters to the top 100 stories that don't have them, by continuing our quest to talk about every existing sequel to movies on both versions of the AFI top 100 list, and pitch against the bad ones. I am your host, Paul, named in part after Paul Newman Getz, and with me are my beloved band of outlaws, Lauren Picorni.
1: Hello, I'm not named for anyone
0: fun. I'm sorry to hear that. Me too. <laughs> and Parsec award-winning writer. Yeehaw, Paul. Today's subject is a little-known quadrilogy. Consisting of 1976's Wanted, The Sundance Woman, 1979's Butch and Sundance, The Early Days, and 2011's Blackthorn, sequel, prequel, and requel, to number 50 on the original list, smack dab in the middle, 1969's Butch Cassidy and The Sundance Kid. So obviously, a lot to go over, a lot to talk about today, but let's kick it right off with and I'm very excited to use this theme song a four four films to summarize sounds like it's time for four minutes we'll give the deeds till it's complete oh won't you come with us four
2: This is gonna be rough. This is gonna be a rough one. Okay. Um, <clears throat>
0: let me know when you're ready. Let me, say the word let
2: me can you throw the the name of the movie at me? I'll do the first one Butch and Sundance. Uh-huh. and then when I finish you throw the name of the next movie at me. okay, just so I don't have to catalog them in my head. Sure, I'm so ready. okay. and go. Butch and Sundance are uh, partners, best of friends, thick as you guessed it, thieves, and they are robbing trains from here to Wyoming and beyond. They get themselves a, a heap and load of cash, a heap and load of bullets, and then they are on the run for most of the picture. Uh, they are on the run from primarily the trainmen who uh, cometh that they keep robeth from, and they hook up with Etta, their third, because we've got a singing in the rain sort of situation going on. They all pal around as close to the Hayes Code will allow, and then they boogie on down to Bolivia where life will get better, Butch says. It doesn't. They die there. Okay. (laughs) They are pursued by the pursuers and shot um, to death. Okay,
0: so you're done with that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, wanted the Sundance woman.
2: I don't remember a lot of what (laughs) happens in this movie. It is surprisingly banal, and I really tried. Etta, the Sundance woman continues to be on the run uh, from the train man. And he pursues her all the way up, old Mexico way, where she hooks up with Pancho Villa, so there's something interesting to happen in the movie. And then the picture continues for a while, and then it ends when she gets away, or dies? I don't remember. (laughs) I'm done with that one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Butch and Sundance, the The early early days. days. Uh, This is delightful. We get to sort of see how they met and how they sort of grow their mustaches (laughs) and how they establish their dynamic together um, and how they learn how to be better criminals and fully realize themselves. It is delightful. They um, hang out a lot. It's so good. Wow, I really don't remember what happened in that one either. Hmm. Um, Delightful, though. There's a train in it at one point. Hmm. Blackthorn, (laughs) old man Logan's answer to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch survived, if you can call it that. And he lives uh, old Bolivia way in the last leg of his life. He withdraws all his money from the bank, which made the banker sad. And then he goes on to live out his sunset years. However, it's not that simple. He hooks up with a traveling weary guy who actually shot him off his horse and shot his horse away. Begged him to help him, this man did, this young man. And Butch becomes the Sundance and helps him as they are going after this $50,000 in silver notes he says he has. Um, Turns out, as he's being pursued by these Native Americans as well, um, and then come to find out that he did some sort of shifty lowdown stuff, and he's not a good guy. And then he uh, he gets his, but Butch's lady gets got too. And then uh, he leaves everyone to die everywhere, and he wanders off. Oh, and that guy from V for Vendetta was there in Bolivia, uh, the cop, and he was helping him out, and he got his too. He had to he had to mount up and go search for Butch as Butch, you know, rode off again into the sad, sad sunset. It doesn't sound like it, but I did a fairly decent job with Blackthorn. You did, I agree. Thank I you. I agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Forty five seconds. You want to do anything with it?
2: I think maybe we should all just sort of sit and <sighs> think about. Someone who might have helped us <laughs> rob yeah. the train if they'd had the opportunity.
0: Okay. It's a long sit. Hey, Paul, silence, please. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> theme song promised four minutes, so. Yeah, just 25 more seconds. Mm, yeah. and Achieved. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: We'll see how that, we'll cut it in post. <laughs>
0: Go yeah. Put together. <laughs> I, um, all right. Um, my, ma- so the main premise before you get to Pancho Villa in Sundance Woman, as I recall, is, uh, the friend of Etta who is helping to hide her gets arrested for doing so. And, her whole thing is wanting to break him out of prison. And so that's why she goes to Panchovia for help oh, with that. Right, okay. Right, right, right. Um, the father from my big fat Greek wedding. That's correct. Right. That is absolutely right. He is uh he's he's the guy. Uh and then Butch and Sundance, I suppose I might have mentioned the, um, the the reveal that Butch has a family, oh, a wife and wild. kids that oh, he, and that yes. he says a really sad, awful goodbye to to he, just go
2: back out. And his and old be a buddy crook. was
1: was chasing him because he. Oh, thought Brian Denny Brian Denny yeah.
2: OC, was chasing him. I yeah. I really yeah. was shocked yeah. when I came to that movie and was drawing a blank because I I really liked it.
0: Yeah, as okay. we'll discuss. Yeah.
2: But first, let's talk about
0: the first one, and I'm just going to start us off with the classic question, does this movie belong on the top 100 films list? Yeah. 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 Yes, it does. This movie is great. It's a phenomenal movie. Very tight. Uh, Less than two hours. Thank you. In fact, if I have one note about this movie, more please. I would take more, please. I would take more of the good times before they have to go on the run. They, yeah. You get yeah. like one uh, successful heist and then it's pretty much that they have this unbeatable... Uh, A posse after them that sends them packing. And I love the rest of the movie. It's not like I have a problem with that, except that I would, I just want to hang out with them more and watch them at the height of their... uh,
2: Sure. Oh, not to jump ahead to the early days, but, you know, wish a little granted. Absolutely. 100%.
0: (laughs) That is, yes. Absolutely. That is correct. You know, we didn't get Newman and Redford, but we did well. We did well. Yeah. But Uh, they
1: do have such a lovely dynamic. I agree. Like, I'd love to see more, like, watching them. I was like, this is clearly... The uh, inspiration for Danny Ocean and Brad Pitt. uh, Rusty. Rusty, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that cool, handsome lady. Might have been the original Ocean's Eleven also, the part of the inspiration. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's a remake, uh, but... (laughs) I (laughs) got her! I got her! (laughs) I didn't see it either. It's supposed to be boring. Uh, Actually, I think I did see it. It was boring. Uh, And I
1: love the new Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, me too. terrific. Terrific.
0: Fantastic, um, but yes, they there's there's no beat Newman and Redford. Their uh, looks aside, yum, uh, <laughs> they're just so damned charming, and and the way th- and the writing, my God, it's tight and wonderful and fantastic.
2: So let me get right into that. Who did write that? actually? William it's Goldman. William Goldman, right? Yes,
0: William Goldman. Um, my Princess. personal that's right i love princess bride yes oh my well let me give you let me give you a little bit more of of, of what we got from this movie? guy both. Wow. both that's correct that's
1: interesting and strange
0: yeah well that and that book is like i think called the princess bride the movie or something like there's a there's a there's a very meta ness to it even before he was uh hired on to make it into a movie it mm-hmm. has that the original
2: book is mm-hmm. called yes I'm not going to look it up. And he just yes. a pen
1: name, right?
0: Yes, correct. Um, but William Goldman, a huge fan. He he wrote, uh, in addition to The Princess Bride, Papillon, The Stepford Wives, All the President's Men, Marathon Man, oh. Magic, Heat, and Misery. Wow. And those are like his big hits. He has more. Uh, wow. he, he was a, a consummate professional. And I, in college, um, I was a script writing major and... Uh, My favorite class with my favorite teacher, the the textbook was William Goldman's The Adventures in the Screen Trade, which was just a
2: fabulous terrific book.
0: Yeah, really, really wonderful. Love that guy. Um, But okay, so I got more writer's notes. Of course, I haven't gone into any yet. But before we get into that, a couple (laughs) things to knock out. Uh, First of all, Butch Cassie and the Sundance Kid, as I said, number 50 on the original list. This was one that fell down 10 years later to number 73. Not sure why that I happened. Really
2: need to know what the shot like. Yeah, were what? there
0: just better movies, or
1: are there any? Some movies of them are just were... getting
0: moved. Like worse movies have gone up. Why? that we've talked I want to know. I don't understand why
2: we're yeah. doing this. I was gonna say. I feel
1: yeah. like the only uh, justification for that is if, if there's a new movie that knocks it out. Sure, of course. But like uh, the same yeah. movie that's the same age moving up or down, moving up is just strange. Well, yeah. Why, why any, kind
2: of, any swaps? I'm fine with reevaluating. Da 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 is society, and we all move on, and art critiques change and shape. But just like show your work. I just want to know. Yeah. Defend Uh, your thesis.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you on this. But while we're talking numbers, let's do a round of guess the Rotten Tomatoes scores. He said 64. She said 29. They said 86. And if I took a time, I liked it. She didn't. For it. Again, it. Right. Tinted middle score, yeah. Are you guys ready to hear them? Guess what they belong to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Seventy-five percent. Ninety percent. Zero percent. That's one of the ones. Thirty-three percent. Anyone's
1: guess. Okay. Ninety percent. The first one. Zero mm. percent. The Sundance woman. Um. What were the other two?
0: 75 and 33.
1: 33.
2: It's gotta be Blackthorn.
1: Blackthorn.
2: 75, the 75 early
1: years. Early. I'm actually, I think I'm gonna flip. I think that 75 is Blackthorn and the early years
2: is 33. I, I just, I'm sticking with what the other way.
0: To the surprise of no one, Lauren is correct. Damn it. Yes, Lauren. Nailed it. The new motherfuckers with we- like that <laughs> Sam Shepherd yeah.
1: cowboy bit. They're not gonna give that 33%. That salt flats was pretty cool too. Yeah. The yeah. salt
2: flat parts was really cool. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get
0: into lots of things. Okay, but going back to the first one, okay, with nine wins, it currently still to this day holds the record for British Academy Awards. Well, those don't count.
1: I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Well, the BAFTAs, the BAFTAs. Oh, those do count. Okay, those do count. It has not, it it holds the record for most of all time with nine best picture, best actor, best actress, best direction, best screenplay, cinematography, editing, sound, and score. Uh, I noticed
2: all of those things in the movie, and they were all pretty great. And it was
0: nominated for 10, but couldn't have won all 10 because it was both for best actor. Uh. It went to
2: Redford. Uh, Hmm. In
0: this case, Newman insisted. Yeah. (laughs) Hell of a guy. (laughs) It ranks 34th top grossing film of all time. Wow. Right around there with Ghostbusters as discussed. 30 something. That's how it likes Uh, to be Adjusted for inflation. Right. Right around Ghostbusters. Same as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, The Writers Guild of America ranked the screenplay number 11 on its list of 101 greatest screenplays ever written.
2: See, it sounds like it's not top 10, but because there's 101, being 11th does sort of count as top 10. (laughs) That's a very good point. Like
0: Ghostbusters. I wonder why, because of Dalmatians?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They just couldn't narrow it down to 100. Uh,
0: Oh, right. (laughs) We can't even, we've cut, and we've cut, and we've cut. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing it anymore. Not one more time. It initially opened to lukewarm reviews to the sadness of the director and writer but uh got great word of mouth and sold lots of tickets what, and what was his beloved.
2: Uh, their fucking problem. Well, it seems as though I know Planet of the Apes came out that year but still
0: people got were upset at what it did to the western by adding humor and silliness because Dumb. westerns were considered a gritty and like the, God, that's humans the...
1: have just always had their heads up their asses. <laughs> Good Lord, we don't learn.
2: No, I like that. No. Like looking back now, the problem is Butch and Sundance it, too funny.
1: Yeah, it's not yeah. even how gay they were. <laughs> People didn't, of course. The uh, Westerns always yeah. very homoerotic. I mean, at so the I very least, that was that assuming. was fine. They were okay with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the very least,
0: the, there was a woman's sandwich in this one. Like, <laughs> uh, so. they were
1: definitely a thruple.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt about it. And I thought it, they were the loveliest thruple yeah. ever. They mm-hmm. they made it very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all were into it and respectful no of each other yeah. there was it was just this wonderful so i, much love, easier that, I to love that aspect s- of the movie sneak
2: the throuples in when there was strict rules about what you couldn't show now that you're kind of allowed to do it everyone's like well... i well, don't well. i mean they made it yeah boy as blatant as
0: as they could right up to the line yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i'm sure people did kind of go <laughs> about it back when uh, would be my assumption because it is pretty
2: in your face. I still think I bet most people wouldn't have that reading though.
1: Yeah. I bet they were just too distracted by how funny. We it was. are
2: so smart. <laughs> we can see it. Hmm. But people in the sixties. Well, I mean
1: that that context wasn't so familiar to the general public, you know. There was definitely some I'm sure a lot of people that were like, ah, I see what's going on here. But I mean
0: she and Butch kiss and they have the like
1: bicycle scene.
0: The bicycle scene and where she's like, "Do you think that if yeah. we met first, we'd be in a relationship? We are in a relationship." Like, <laughs> okay, it, it well, was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they do they do nail it in a little bit more than you might think. But anyway, yeah. uh, it was the old west, maybe people said, <laughs> <laughs> "Ah, it's okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little stray kiss yeah. now and again. <laughs> um, okay, so Writer's notes for this, Uh, the whole reason, according to William Goldman, that he wrote the thing is there's a famous line from F. Scott Fitzgerald that said, there are no second acts in American lives. What he loved so much about the true story of Longabow and Robert Leroy Parker is that they did have a second act by moving to South America and having a- another train of success there. That would be my other note on your minutes is they do, they don't just go there and die.
2: Yeah. yeah. They
0: are successful bank robbers That's, for a I while. I this Yeah.
1: Is based on... A true story?
0: Oh, yes. Ah. Yes. Uh, But lovely enough, and I I think this is the right way to do it, Goldman said he wrote the story as an original screenplay because he didn't want to do the research and make it as authentic as a novel. And uh, the full version of the epigram at the top of his screenplay is not that it matters, but most of what follows is true. <laughs> <laughs> he just made it as entertaining and wonderful as he could because he just found the real story so entertaining. He's the cool. best. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's very, very cool.
1: Knowing he wrote it makes uh, the humor make more sense.
0: Yeah. Bits. Um Speaking of the humor, Paul Newman was pretty hesitant to take the role because he wasn't comfortable being funny. At the time. And I, he's
2: so funny. That's weird.
0: Yeah. I have all. O- I mean, I've, you know, a lot younger than when he was in his... Pr- I mean, sorry, I wasn't around when he was in his prime, but I've always thought of him as funny. Yeah. Uh, in almost everything I've seen him in. So, I don't know. I guess I haven't seen the very f- strict like
2: stuff from the 50s and yeah. early yeah. 60s, I guess, was more... Because so. I am more familiar. That like, kind of starts... I've seen scenes of him and stuff from sure. before. But it starts here, and then it's latter-day newman i I guess i've seen him in
1: almost nothing i think
2: cat on a hot tin roof i guess i've seen him and
0: he wasn't but he's so charming like he's like a love interest even in Mm -hmm. in those old movies that i do think he still is a little funny because he's like cocky he's got that like thing about him all the time so i mean i don't know anyways uh they they you know they told him to play it straight just play the character straight and say the lines and you'll be funny and
2: that's true. And yeah. <laughs> this is like fine like correct. Uh, you know, hearing that I remember hearing in an interview Denzel saying he has never really done too much comedy because people haven't asked him and he feels like he's not funny and I don't That's phenomenal that to hear
0: that people haven't asked him because I have actually always assumed that he's turning it down right. because he's so funny always, that he could go as broad as you hilarious. like. Yeah. And he would be hilarious. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. Come on, Cohen Brothers right (laughs) get him in there funny (laughs) uh okay um so William Goldman had a little trouble selling the script at first because of the South America plot point people said uh it's a western the heroes shouldn't run away and he said well but this is what happened and uh supposedly the quote was I don't give a shit all I know is John Wayne don't run away So he rewrote the script. I didn't change it more than a few pages and subsequently found that every studio wanted it the next time he tried. Interesting. there was no logic to that, it would seem.
2: Yeah, because I certainly didn't
0: change the whole second half of the movie.
2: The the studios are reading every page so closely that changing just a couple of what had to just be sort of like conversational intent pages. Right. And the rest of the action plays out. I don't know. I feel like I'm making a lot of assumptions about what people did before I was born. A couple other writer notes. I'll, I'll talk about Goldman all day. Uh, he was offered a choice of
0: how to be compensated. I remember this from the book: four hundred fifty thousand dollars flat fee or four hundred thousand dollars plus a percentage of the box office. He took the flat fee
2: and regrets it. You know, Ooh, of ever course. since. Yeah, come on. I guess you already just, got the four hundred. What's, so what's the fifty doing? Yeah, I, that's I, a ga- that's gambling money, baby. Yeah, in the sixties. That was like $10 billion. (laughs) Well. And he already had other (laughs) movies going. I mean, this
0: was, uh, I think, a turning point in terms of him being a wild success. I think all the major stuff... Well, you know what? Maybe not. I'll cut that. Uh, Okay. (laughs) But seriously, (laughs) if you're listening to this, you should
2: read that book. Yeah, it's Adventures in the
0: Screen Trade, yeah.
2: It's an awesome book full of awesome stories about Hollywood, and he's a really clever, inventive writer. Yeah. And it's just... It's a delight to read.
0: Just, yeah, given the... Filmography you, yeah. you should know that you'd be interested if you're listening to this yeah.
2: podcast. You probably would be interested in the book Yeah, it's a really good time and he seems to down use to the earth money and
0: so yeah sharp. Yeah, apparently <laughs> So the hole-in-the-wall gang is what they're called in the movie. The actual famous gang was the Wild Bunch uh, and it was changed for the movie because uh, Sam Peckinpah's the Wild Bunch came out that same year and came out earlier
2: and they didn't want to sure, Confuse sure. people. Confusing. that would have yeah.
0: confused me. Yeah Sure, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I was. Yeah. And surprised I
2: like to learn that. I like "hole in the wall" because it sounds cheeky. Yeah. And also a little sexy. When and, it is, and that's Butch in Sundance. Yes, true. very true. It is also
0: based on a real aspect of things. "Hole in the wall" was a. Well, um, the girls can see it all. <laughs> the uh, Butch's ranch that we see in the prequel, mm. more so. I guess we he, they do go back there in the first one, but um, is apparent was apparently right across from a famous bandit hideout um like a canyon that was easy to evade capture in called the hole in the wall hmm. so, yeah
1: that's cool
0: yeah um okay uh, directors notes we got george roy hill he directed the sting with these same two love guys slaughterhouse 5 slapshot the world according to garp and funny farm the hell so- is slapshot
1: funny farm it's
0: a, a that's a chevy <laughs> chase movie i know <laughs> Okay, what's your next question? I was just surprised yeah. he directed it. Just an unusual film compared
2: to the others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, uh, I was just—I've never heard of Slapshot. I just thought it was interesting that it made it the list with the rest of these. It's years. a hockey
0: comedy starring Paul Newman. Oh, oh. Slapshot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Newman.
2: <laughs> I do know that one. <laughs> you sure. do know
1: it, okay? Oh, Slapshot.
0: Are you? Is that serious? No, she's no. making fun okay, of me. okay. I it. <laughs> now I am the fool. <laughs> Getting into how he was as a director sounds like. little bit of a mixed bag uh you know paul newman said he never displayed any hesitation or indecision he knew precisely what he wanted in a scene uh from every actor so Mm. sounded like you know it worked out in that respect but a rough story from the set is that Catherine ross who side note a regular of mine working at uh a undisclosed bank in an undisclosed location uh, along with her husband Sam Elliott, She's lovely married to people. Sam Elliott? Yeah, they met on this movie because uh, he's in the card scene at the very beginning. Really, this was his first, his debut I didn't, film. I
1: didn't see him. Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: But they they met. I don't know that they because she was with the cinematographer of the film. Ooh, ouch, Conrad <laughs> Hall. I don't believe it happened on the set. Okay. I think that that they just met and then it happened down the road. Mm. Okay. But anyway, both lovely people. And Sam Elliott, um, you know, we all know him uh, and his face and his mustache (laughs) and his voice. And And, uh, I got a Merry Christmas from him working at the back, which is I I hold dear to this day. Wonderful moment. Uh, Anyways, she was uh, kicked off of the set and not allowed to be on the set unless she was called for a scene by the director because her boyfriend, the cinematographer, let her run one of the cameras one time. Oh, and apparently sounds like George he should have Roy been Hill kicked
1: off the set. Can't kick him yeah, off the set Yeah, he didn't get in yeah. trouble at all. So I
0: think <clears> there was, you know, <clears> maybe <throat> a little see. sexism there. Sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a little bit old of a baby Hollywood. boy, baby, yeah. baby boy, George Roy Hill. Uh, that didn't get any laugh. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 there <laughs> it is. Um And then the last funny little uh, thing, Paul Newman apparently sawed his desk in half, and I don't really understand this, because he wouldn't pay his bill for liquor, which he borrowed from my office. That's the quote. Okay. Yeah, there's some things not... Paul Newman said that. Paul Newman said... Because he he sawed his desk in half... Paul
1: Newman sawed whose desk in half? George
0: Roy Hill, the director's desk in half, because he wouldn't pay his bill for liquor... Which he borrowed from my office. So George
1: George Hill wouldn't pay Paul Newman back for liquor, for liquor that he borrowed from Paul Newman's office. so Paul Newman sawed George Hill's desk in half.
0: Yes, I, I understand. I, think, I guess I just don't understand the quote because I uh, it just I think if you remove bill for pay for <laughs> liquor he stole from my office, that's one thing. But like pay his bill, it's like did he hand him a bill?
1: Well, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like old. <laughs> Maybe it sounds like he's just saying in a complicated right. way of saying he wouldn't didn't pay me back for the liquor he drank that was in my office. Sure. So
2: I saw it as, I saw it as well. But I feel yeah. like it could also be a 1960s <laughs> thing. Like if you're Paul Newman and you go somewhere and you just grab a case or whatever and you're like, send it, send the bill courtesy of the studio to Friedkin. Mm. Not Friedkin.
1: Hill still <laughs> took his his liquor, though. Okay,
2: then Hill's doing the voice, I just okay. did. Cool. Okay, cool. But, you yeah. know, you just send it, just send it all to down to the room. Right, and bill like, me. You got yeah. it. Yeah. You got it, Mr. So-and-so. Yeah, and then yeah. Mr. So-and-so, cut your fucking desk in half. Mm-hmm. It was the 60s. Sounds kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. Sounds
0: Clooney-esque, in terms yeah. of a prank. Yeah. yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, It was Hill. <laughs> well,
0: it was Newman. No, Newman's... I'm just making yeah. fun of okay, You Yeah, you <laughs> turned to me! All <laughs> uh, right. Mario gets um, it. Hi, Actor's notes. <laughs> <laughs> the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. I don't like the ring as much, nearly as much. Uh, but that was when Steve McQueen was attached to play the Sundance oh. Kid. And it was always Paul Newman. So when McQueen dropped out, they swapped him. Okay. Um,
1: was McQueen a bigger deal than Paul Newman? In
0: 1969. I guess that makes sure. sense. The Great sure. Escape, right? Yeah. yeah. At least. Yeah. Bullet? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, he was hot, hot, right. hot. The next three considered for Sundance, Warren Beatty, Sure. Mm. He found it too similar to Bonnie and Clyde, so he said no. Jack Lemmon also turned down Sundance Kid um, because
2: of a scheduling conflict with the odd couple. I don't see him as Sundance Kid. I don't
1: see it either, but I like him. Love him.
2: I wish I could do a good Jack Lemmon impression right now. I feel like there's an opportunity to affect Hmm. him not That's all I can think. (laughs) (laughs) And then Marlon Brando
0: was also considered. Mm, sure. um, he turned it down because of it commitment into another movie called Burn. So That's Brie awesome. knows, and then Paul Newman had to fight for Robert Redford to be cast because uh, he was an unknown.
1: I bet they the all time. felt like chumps.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he went on an unknown. awards at the time. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. The only, so Newman from the beginning, Jacqueline Bisset and Natalie Wood were considered for
2: Etta. Sure. Um, I feel like yeah. Etta... Uh, maybe it, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the problem, but I feel like she, uh, she does not leave an impression on me in this movie. I never think about her scenes or her dynamic. It is, I mean, the movie's called Butch and Sundance, so I'm thinking about mm. them, but I, they do, don't
1: flesh her out terribly. Is it just
2: me?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much in the way of complaints for her. I, I think uh, what they use her for in the script is in the story, she's important. I like I like watching her help with the heist and the sequence when they're in Bolivia yeah. and they like yeah, they, they yeah. walk the guy down to mm-hmm. the safe and then he hands her the gun and like um <clears throat> I, I think she gets enough. I, I think it's nice and sad when she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um it certainly could have been worse in terms of writing her out. I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I I don't know. I mean yeah, she definitely plays as less of a instant movie star than either of the Gentlemen. Yeah. But that's not yeah. fair to say.
2: Because it's oh Catherine my. Ross. Well, I just mean, like, it's, oh, it's No, it's Paul Newman and it's yeah. Robert Redford. Yeah. No one stands a chance. That's true. Mm-hmm. Two of the biggest, as we'll find out, gentlemen in the silver in screen. Three subsequent movies. <laughs> um. All right. And
0: then uh, Paul Newman did his own bicycle stunts, except for the one where he crashes into the fence and falls over backwards. That was done uh, by the cinematographer, Conrad Hall,
2: her, her beau. Oh. So what I heard was. Paul Newman can ride a bike.
0: <laughs> uh, he was like, you know, standing on it and like flying he, he on it and stuff. He was cool doing some, stuff. Stuff. I've I've some
2: impressive I've seen stuff. Kermit the Frog do that. He's a puppet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. And then lastly, music notes. The song Raindrops Keep Falling on My Mwah. Head.
2: Fantastic. Spider-Man 2s. Yeah,
0: right. I like it better than this. <laughs> Written after the rough cut was completed, and when Robert Redford saw it in the movie, he thought it was terrible. Uh, this uh, led the agents for the singer B.J. Thomas to regret letting him do it, and they worried it would ruin his career. And then it was a big yeah. smash hit. Well, so, yeah. stop
2: no Don't be a fuddy-duddy, Robert. Yeah, you'll yeah. get your turn. <laughs> yeah,
1: you'll get to direct <laughs> the goat. Nope, the no. goat. Horse Whisperer, not the Ghost Whisperer. He directed Horse Whisperer. Yes, he did. I like
0: that. He directed a couple hits. He's well regarded. As yeah. far as that Serious goes. music yeah. only. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, anything else you want to say about the first one before we mosey on down the road? Um, it's.
2: I was. I. It's for me. This is one of those. This is is one of those movies. I'm very glad we're doing. Yeah. This bonkers list mm. because, and I think I say this all the time, but like it is like. Being forced to eat your vegetables, mm-hmm. and then you go, "Oh, that's right! Not only does my delicious. body desperately need yeah. these; <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually quite delicious. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. I'm yeah. so happy we did yeah.
1: this." Like I wish I like I said we watched it uh, probably about a month ago, but I remember there was a lot of really cool shots. Mm. There was mm-hmm. like beautiful yeah. scenery, it's beautiful, movie. like you know, like old fashioned, like like thought out shots in filmmaking. You know, yeah. Which not to sound old, yeah. but we just don't do that as much anymore because we yeah. have more money and we don't care.
0: I love well, the I way Hollywood does. <laughs> uh, it opens with the like old timey film reels. Oh yeah, leading into the movie, right. and then it starts in the sepia tone and then becomes right color. That was, that was so really neat. cool. It's, it's I
2: the um, opening. No, it's not the opening shot. <clears throat> it's such a good opening piece and such a great character introduction. I always remember it being the opening shot, but that card game holding on sundance oh yeah and you don't really get a good look at that's where sam elliott is and
0: you don't really see him right yeah yeah
2: but it's such a trim and i think that's the scene that goes from sepia to color right it's during that that scene
0: that scene no that scene ends and then it's colored okay yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: um but just what a terrific character introduction what a way to of both of them both of them yeah perfect yeah william yeah I know you didn't, you're not the cinematographer. William,
0: George, uh, Conrad. Company. He's all you around. You know what,
2: 10 Oscars and yeah. one more on me. Yeah. <laughs> the New York sequence
0: before they go to Bolivia, The that's all in the photographs. Yeah. There's a really cool story behind that. The movie was being filmed at the same time as Hello, Dolly <laughs> uh, on the soundstage next door. The director assumed that the studio would allow him to film New York scenes on the sets since they were on different shooting schedules. The studio informed him that they wanted to keep the sets of Dolly a secret because it was like a guaranteed hit and they didn't know about his movie. So they refused him permission to shoot there to work around it. He had them pose on the set and uh-huh. made that sequence out of pictures. Sure. And it's, it's so effective. So delightful, yeah. yeah. It's and a just, happy
2: accident. I just love it when you hear a story like that and the solution is like, so what I did instead was I just stole it when no one was around. Right. I just yeah. did it and they can't stop me because I got a whole bunch of Oscars for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, pretty awesome. <clears throat> and the jokes. I mean, we talked a little bit about how funny Paul Newman is. Both of them are funny. I love Sundance plays it more straight in how he is funny. Yeah, but the jokes in it are hilarious. The woodcock uh, ongoing story of the guy on the train. Who I work for, E. H. Harriman, and I like and and how nice Butch is. Like (laughs) he doesn't want to hurt him, but he's like, come on. Like, uh, and then he's so excited to see him the next time. That's such a funny uh, shtick. It's funny beginning to end, even when they're about to die. In the end, they're they're yucking it up. You know. So, oh, in the classic dry
2: jokes, the classic, the fall's gonna kill you. Oh yeah, terrific. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect.
0: Someone and... say one, two, three,
1: go. One, yeah. two, three, go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, we talked about the beginning. The ending is amazing. Mm. The freeze frame before they die—they just uh, are now. They are stuff of legend, right? And they make it this impossible thing that you know they're not going to get out of. But it's st- you still get to have your Tony Soprano cut to black. Yeah. You know, your Thelma and
2: Louise. Yeah. Freeze yeah. frame.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
2: Okay, so should this movie have a sequel? I think the only sequel maybe it should have. I understand the temptation. Uh-huh. Good movie, great characters, there's room for other stories if you want. I really think all we needed was that clip that they used in the Great Movie Ride. Mm. That's about as far as we need to go.
0: I don't know what you're I know. referring to.
2: People in Florida do, we need... do. I don't
0: know either. Do we need to... we we could do with a segment <laughs> describes a theme park ride. Describes a theme
2: park ride. <laughs> it's a montage at the end of the great movie ride where they do a montage of movies. And uh-huh. one of the clips they show is them jumping into the waterfall. I'm just trying to ham fistedly. Di-
0: you mean a different clip no, from it's the movie? Same
2: clip. I'm just trying to bring up the. It's ham fisted, but I just want to bring up the great movie ride.
3: Okay. <clears throat> um, oh. I
1: think no sequel? Yeah. I think there is room for prequels. I don't know if that. Is- I mean they did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if that answers the question, but no sure. sequel.
0: Yeah, I think uh like Casablanca the ending is so perfect. Right. That right. you shouldn't just you shouldn't touch it. Because at,
1: and, yeah. and as we as Except we do for find out, my sequel to <laughs> Casablanca. <laughs>
2: There's really yeah. nothing you can do <laughs> next except go so those two guys you liked they definitely got shot to death right then. Uh-huh. And then something happened with other people, and you're like, I don't really care then. Or you have to go, the next thing that happened was some tricky bullshit, and they're alive now. And you're like, okay, so right. then the end of that. Which movie, is kind of what they do. Kind of what they do, right? Well, There's just yeah, yeah. not a super satisfying way yeah. to yeah. get you there. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, so then let's talk about the only direct sequel in the bunch today Wanted the Sundance Woman. Zero percent, I mean, honestly, blank percent. There yeah. just are no, there are no reviews, right? There is a <coughs> use one user review, it is negative. It says it's not that bad for a TV movie, but still below average. Uh, Dennis yeah. Schwartz, that's, what? yeah, <laughs> that's an
1: that's astute assessment, Dennis. I will say, I think because, yeah, it is like it's a TV movie, they got um, Catherine Ross back, which you know, I guess is impressive. But it is kind of just blah, like it mm. doesn't do a whole lot. I was not drawn in.
2: Okay, it was okay. really you know, and I normally try, particularly for homework assignment movies, to to find an angle to en- to enjoy it from, even if it's something... you often like the bad sequels more than the classic. Yeah, cinema. I try. Yeah. I try to find the the yeah. joy and the good and the crunchiness and the texture, and you know, I love me a good. Old fashioned, made for TV movie. Uh-huh. Wow, this is like this was like an episode of Lonesome Dove for ninety minutes. Nothing. Um, I liked the tear. The raindrops keep falling on my head was incorporated ooh, that into the score, score moment. That, that was, was lovely. Really nice. Yeah. I like that was the best. Part. The Pancho Villa stuff is interesting. I like sure. giving it that that sort of like young adventures of Indiana Jones sort and of and the actor flavor.
0: they got for him a oh. classic, great actor Hector Elizondo. I do like him. Um. Mm-hmm. I I felt pretty differently, I think, about this one. I really I thought the writing in this, the plot and the acting were all very solid because I actually think plot wise it makes for a decent movie. It's it's uh, she's on the run. She the people who are hiding her are, are the guys arrested pretty quick it's all mm. about her her saving him, and then she goes into Pancho Villa, and that stuff's pretty interesting. And then you get to see the breakout and you get to see the train stuff. Like, I think with the same plot and the same cast, but a different director, mm. this would have been a good movie and ultimately worthy sequel if you're gonna do a sequel without Butcher Sundance. It was directed like a 1970s television soap yeah. opera and so yeah. it was lit flat Ugh. and staged flat and the, it was like the transitions the, were flat
1: it's like watching the in the heat of the night sequel
0: yeah i still i liked the plot of this more than that and i didn't Ugh. absolutely hate anyone like i hated yeah. him
2: in yeah, that movie true. uh i think i also ran into and i know this normally is, is a but charming yes, thing
0: in terms of how it looks 100 percent right yes. it, lo- yeah. it was yeah. not
2: fun to
0: look at
3: look at
2: man. yeah it was very hard for me to engage with the plot because everything i'm looking at is like yeah terrible i liked her um rich pushy lady friend exactly yeah
0: i liked all the sub characters that they introduced i liked the guy i liked dad from greek wedding guy yeah. i liked her her friend that uh, gave her the place to stay that used to be in on the heists with her mm-hmm. and the gang so yeah i, I all the ingredients i f- i thought were delicious separately yeah. Yeah. Um, and she did great. I also so so there was some stuff like I wrote. Okay, so I loved the bit that she hated her wanted picture that they had the wanted poster and it was drawn really that ugly. Was really a bad picture. Yeah. yeah I, I thought that was a good uh, bit. Um, I liked the there was the main cop guy that was after her that she ultimately saves. Do you remember this part of the plot? There's like a There's like a sort of classic hero looking cop guy. That's like obsessed with finding her. Mm -hmm. And then he does find her. Yeah. And Pancho Villa wants to kill him. And she won't let him. And so she ends up like. He ends up like letting her go. Because he's like he sees that. You know her heart's in the right place or whatever. That's that's kind of his. He's a big part of the story. I think I I remember. Um, There's a guy that works for him. Is like his underling. You always see him at the jail. He's like a fat cop who is very slobby. Oh, I I remember yeah. and yeah, I yeah, really yeah. liked him. I thought he was a per- I wrote him down as a perfect example of a charming shitty guy. <laughs> like I re- like everything about him, all the attributes suck, but that actor and like he brought charm. Yeah. It, a very Joey Jr. in uh, while you were sleeping. Oh, I mean, like yeah. just uh, like oh, I, I like this guy. You know I did remember he needs him to change really. everything about himself but yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked There was a Pancho Vio scene where he had a gun to a guy's head that owed him or something. And then the scene ends with him just passing the gun to an underling and being like, if he doesn't pay, you know, kill him or whatever. Like, I just liked and and then and then they go off and the plot moves on. And I just hadn't really seen that before, like a passing off of a you don't see what happens. You don't know what's going on. But it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I liked a lot here besides. The direction, yeah,
2: because it's (laughs) and
0: how it looked and how it
2: played. (laughs) Because I don't have complaints necessarily about those things. It really is, yeah. This the presentation was such that like it didn't matter what was going on. Right. I am not going to look at it. Yeah, I might have wandered off and started doing something else. I don't know because I don't remember some of this stuff.
0: Fixing a car in the old west seems pretty glorious. You just turn that crank. Oh, I, thank you so much. I love that Rich yeah. people hasn't
2: changed. Her card dies, and she just shouts to the person in front of her. Could you yeah. just fix that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurry.
0: <laughs> I also at some point wrote "fuck Pancho Panchovia, slap that bitch" because he was all <laughs> like, "Oh, you want me?" That was his whole thing. I like that she never got with him. She kept saying he was attractive, then they kissed, and then she's like, "I can't do this." And then he was like, "Oh, if only a woman warned for me that day, one day I would be so lucky because of some." Anyway, mm. I liked that. Uh, I also liked, there was a dialogue thing that I liked. Oh, where he said, I thought you were, and then she cuts him off and says, just another woman here to please you. <laughs> and then he says, it's been known to happen. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> a fun little exchange. That was good. There was good meat. It was just not cooked, or it was microwaved. Bones? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, microwaved. Yeah, there yeah. it is. There's good
2: wine in there. Yeah. But you microwaved the wine.
0: It was written by Richard Fielder, who was a TV writer, Gunsmoke. Uh Uh, The Virginian. I don't know what else. Mm. It was directed by Lee Phillips, who directed Peyton Place, a soap opera, a Mm, TV director. Yeah, that's so I think these things all make sense. (laughs) TV out. And then my only actor's note is not even an actor's note for this movie, but because it was Hector Elizondo as Pancho Villa, um, I just have a fun fact about him. He is in every movie directed by Gary Marshall since whatever one he appeared in first. And he did not find out until Gary Marshall's death that Gary Marshall put in his own contract, he would not work on any movie unless Hector Alizond was in the movie. Oh, he just loved him so much. But he directed the Princess Diaries. He, oh, okay. he put him in there as
2: Joe. A, and, a, a, that's a lovely. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. I wonder how he feels about that.
0: Probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. You but know, I would be there like, are, oh, they're probably buddies. Like I mean his emotional
1: support buddy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need him. Like JJ yeah. and uh that one guy. Yeah. Greg, Grunberg. Guy. Greg yeah. Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Could be. That's him. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's Grunberg. him for sure. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His his guy. And uh, Sam Raimi Bruce. in the car.
1: Oh.
2: In hmm? his car. The car is in all. Yeah. Is he in the, every movie? Probably not every the movie. Car's the car is in every car's movie. The car is in every movie. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: in almost everyone, though, yeah. right? Is he in Drag Me to Hell? Probably.
2: Well, you can't just say probably. I don't remember.
0: I don't remember. I feel like I would. I should remember. I feel like, like I would is. remember. Yeah,
2: I remember the goat.
0: Sure. Butch and Sundance: The Early Days. is the goat. Uh, uh nineteen seventy nine. As I said, thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, nine million dollar budget made five million dollars. Oh, lost lots of money. That's a shame. it's quite, this is a, it's quite good. This is another one that. People said, like, again, this officially killed the Western. (laughs) Like, like when this came out 10 years later, they were like, it had a chance, and this one officially killed it. Like, Western Western people are going strong. They're like Marvel Star Wars people. Yeah,
1: you, me, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this movie was so funny. Like, just, it was very silly. Do not get me wrong. But they got away with it, I thought. They didn't linger on any of the silly moments. I thought I thought they pulled it off. Quite I mean, they well.
2: really perfectly captured the, the spirit of them mm. a little bit younger. I was yeah. not
1: on board at first at all. Oh, With either of the casting.
2: Interesting. But as
1: I watched them, I was like, hey, hey, I see it. Uh, you guys did good. I I've, think they did embody them quite well.
0: As far this. as that goes. We, so we got Tom Berenger as uh, Butch and William Cat as um, Sundance. Apparently William Catt was cast because people called him, said he looked like a young Robert Redford.
1: He does not. He just went... But he did great. <sighs> I saw
0: it somewhat. I saw I th- it somewhat. He had yeah. some...
1: I did see, like, he had the energy and some mannerisms, definitely.
0: Yeah, sure. I... Yeah, I loved this movie. And shot one moment one, I was in on Beringer. Because he's who you start the movie with. The harmonica, he gets kicked out of the bed in, in the prison. And then he has the talk with the marshal who wants to let him go and, he, and he's like can yeah. you just tell me you will go straight it's like i can't do that it'd be another lie like that was they captured both these characters perfectly yeah. in how they wrote this script i it wasn't as artfully shot as
2: the original, Not, like, right, It didn't look it, as right. pretty. But again, like it's it's on the AFI top one hundred. Right. Like, yeah. it's one of the best. Yeah. So because this movie is still very pretty, the yeah. early yeah. years or the yeah. early days, well, still very well. And they didn't
0: clearly they didn't skimp on where they shot. Yeah. It was in there was that snow sequence mm. that was oh, really yeah, beautiful yeah. and lovely. The, the, the like everything every, the, every, every oh, place the, they went looked the very real. Yeah. Yeah. The cast, movie. yeah, Brian Dennehy in there, Christopher Lloyd, yeah, in there was really yeah. fun to see. Um. Was, I, yeah, I should have looked him up. I can't remember the name of the guy who they got to play LaFours, but he was oh. great
2: from Robocop. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: so I mean,
1: he was he has such a crazy face, like, I was like, I feel like he both looked perfect for that era, yeah, and still looked out of place at the same time. Yeah, he's got like a crazy skull face. I got <laughs> a
0: little worried when they introduced LaFours, the yeah, uh, because it was like a pre- that, that sort of prequel sin that only a prequel can do where they take an element from the first one that was so perfect in how it was presented yeah. and then they give it too much of a like and here's why right. yeah. you know and lafores is such a like spectral presence Uh, You never see him in close up. You just know he has the straw hat in the distance Mm -hmm. in Butch and Sundance. And it's so effective in that way. And so I was like, I don't really want LaFour's around the whole time. But the amount they used him, I was fine with. Not very much. I ultimately was okay with it. Yeah. I have one prequel sin that I do not forgive. I mean, I'm not like furious, but it was it's a thing that even good prequels do where they for sake of a plot point that they want to write. They abandon what is established in the first one. You hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't happen. They show how Sundance gets his name Sundance Kid, oh, which yeah. they wanted to do. And that's fine to want to do. But in that scene, he tells him his real name. And in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you see the scene where they tell each other their real names. Uh, okay. So it's like, don't, <clears throat> Don't ignore that. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. happens then. (laughs) It doesn't happen now. So it's minor, but it's there. And it's like they linger on a little See, bit. See,
2: my complaint with with remember. that, not yeah. even complaint, just yeah. like it's Monday morning quarterbacking, but whatever. Was when they were coming up with the name, yeah. And he sort of just does it in the middle of the movie, just kind of like, yeah, like Palpatine. We gotta like, come up just, with a name just for you, Darth yeah. Vader, yeah. And I was like, oh, I might have like Solo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars really taking a pounding this time. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I wish that that had been. I would have drawn that gag out throughout the movie. Yeah. And like started by having butch call him kid because he can't grow a mustache and have mm. him hate that and then have the name evolve into Sundance over the course of the picture and end it with him calling him the Sundance kid yeah having grown into it and now they they're okay with it I mean the movie they made pretty good yeah but yeah. I would have done that I enjoyed
0: Pretty much every sequence. I loved the snow gliding scene. All oh, the, uh, the skiing yeah, shenanigans with the what? What was the um, condition that they had the serum for?
1: Oh, typhoid. Uh, no, it
0: Tubercul- wasn't. Uh, no. It wasn't. It was sounded like. Uh, those were the diphtheria. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Um, I loved the train heist at the end. I loved uh, the chance meeting of them in the saloon. I loved. I loved the robbery sequence where you got to see them. Do a pull off a bunch of heists mm-hmm. and it was a blast. I loved Brian Dennehy following him the whole time What well, I thought that was
2: such a good thing to like like it's yeah, a, like it's 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 a you know comedy of errors It looks like he led the cops to the hideout,
0: right? Okay So he gets let out of prison and then he goes home to his ranch and hang and, and is with his gang again and then the cops show up and arrest everyone in the gang but him Because he was
2: in jail when they were out criming. So they're like, we know you didn't do this crime. But it looks like he got out of jail And he told them
0: he made a deal. Right. Which was the deal is he won't do crime in that state anymore. Which Uh, he can't tell his gang. Because he
2: needs them to do crime. Right.
0: Right. Right. So OC, the Brian Deney character, blames him for getting them arrested and almost immediately escapes (laughs) and then spends the movie uh, uh, trying to kill him. Sundance ends up killing him. It's a great scene. Yes. I loved him kicking the water at the injured Sundance. That was
2: really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To goad Uh, him on and see where his, tire him out and see where his weaknesses are.
0: Yeah, that was really cool. I have one negative section of the movie, and it's the one I wanted to talk about. Pretty much from when Sundance gets shot to when Butch leaves his family. (laughs) I don't enjoy that section of the movie because O.C. shows up, shoots the wrong guy, and then disappears but we do see him again later in the movie. But it's like he goes, "I got you, Butch," or whatever, and then <laughs> it's just gone. And they and Son is like, "Oh, help me up!" And then they go somewhere else and try to heal him. And it, like because he's still struggling to survive, and I'm like, "What happened to the guy who was after him, trying to kill him? Like, where did he go?" They don't they don't establish that at all. Then Sundance wakes up at Butch's house, where he has a wife who he has abandoned for years and children who he has abandoned for years, and he's grown a mustache. In his sleep. In his sleep, and n- hair nowhere else well, on they, his they, face. They, they said, his, wife oh. his wife shaved him. Okay. They said that his wife shaved
1: him because I made the same joke. I'm like, grew a perfect mustache. Right.
2: Okay. I'm so else. confused about like the passage of time. He could not grow a mustache, a and then he grew a full mustache while he was asleep.
0: Yes, and th- and he said all they do to establish how long it's been is how long has it been? This is how long it's been. You have a mustache. Um. So I didn't. You know, I didn't. That didn't work for me completely. I don't like. It's not like it doesn't fit the butch they they set up in the first movie that he might have a family that he has abandoned sure. and doesn't check in on. They just don't but I don't it at all. want it. I don't yeah. need it it's sad it adds nothing it, it i have ends, to look at
2: those little goblin kids for 20 minutes and when they
0: say their tearful goodbye it's heartbreaking and yeah. horrible and i don't well, like the watching one. it the
1: older one didn't get a goodbye right. at all i guess he's a worse actor <laughs> well
0: and they're both waving at him and they're not even looking back at the <laughs> waving <laughs> like I, it just makes are, me
2: it is pretty it's intense. like a nice house yeah. with a nice wife and nice, a nice kids setting, it's yeah. like a yeah it is it's the the game of the movie is already these two scoundrels and rakes, but they're likable criminals. They're right. nice to the people they rob. Right, they're not nice to their family, but they're nice to the. And it's just hard, yeah. harder, yeah, to get on board with the shenanigans. And it's also
0: even Sundance is thinks Butch is despicable for it. Yeah, yet leaves with him and all that. But it's like I did like the bit about. They don't want the kids to know he's Butch Cassidy, mm-hmm. so he's like they're talking shit about him. <laughs> yeah. Sundance is t- telling all these stories about how ugly and short and yeah. weak he is and stuff. I-, I thought that was a funny bit, but I don't need it in the movie. And also, it's I thought maybe that's in there because that's the truth because these are real oh. historical mm-hmm. figures, but it's not. He was never married and never had kids. No, you, you so made up something why do that's it
2: a boring bummer and made me watch it? Yeah, it
0: made me not like this guy who I like a lot. No, I don't like do that. And then the movie just goes on. And the established thing is they're leaving his family because OC's coming to kill him. He doesn't want them in danger. They kill O. C the next scene. <laughs> and then he doesn't go back. He just goes on to the train oh, heist. Yeah, so I don't need it. Yeah. Lift it out. And then mm-hmm. you got a movie I Love top to bottom. Sure. If you Yeah.
2: Think of something else to do for 20 minutes if you need to fill the second act out.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's my that's my point. So writer's notes for this movie. William Goldman provided bits he wanted to put in the first one, but never got to. So he didn't write on the screenplay, but he he gave them scenes.
1: I wonder which ones do you know?
0: I the only one I know. And it was I looked it up because I was I was suspicious it was him was the Doc Doc Holiday dialogue, which I love, which is that uh, Butch is talking about his hero Mike Cassidy, and Sundance says I could have beat him, and he goes You don't even know him, (laughs) and then he goes I could have beat him, and then Butch says I suppose you think you could have beat Doc Holiday, and he goes, You know, I something like Yeah, he says I'm like Yeah, he's it, and then he says like Was he like? Oh, is he out? He's out there or something. And then Butch says he was he's dead. And then (laughs) says, I thought you said he was good. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, That's just so fun and perfect for them. Anyways, the other the main writer on this, Alan Burns, he wrote. For Rocky and Bullwinkle, Hmm. get smart. And he created my mother, the car, Georgia, the jungle, the Munsters the Mary Tyler Moore Show and all of its spinoffs, and uh, I put this in there because of Jim Carrey, The Duck Factory. Okay. Wow. But he was a television series creator, comedy creator.
2: Wow. wow. So He did a lot of funny shows and My Mother the Car. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it, but... I'll know. bet, though. I'll put yeah. $1,000 on the barrel right now. <laughs> that was his first that he created. Okay. He also did Rhoda, and the opening credit sequence for Rhoda is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. I love Mary Tyler Moore.
2: Yeah. Uh... I love George of the Jungle.
0: I love Rocky and Bullwinkle. I love Get
2: Smart. I do love Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Hey, Rocky! And so forth.
0: (laughs) But this was his debut um, movie
2: that he wrote. Good job.
0: Yeah. Nice. Uh, Directed by Richard Lester, who directed Hard Day's Night and Help, the Beatles movies, Hmm. as well as A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, The Three Musketeers, and Superman 2 and 3. I like Superman 2. And the Beatles movies, uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, a funny thing that happened on the way yeah. to the forum. All but Superman three, I like. Sure, yeah, in that list, uh, as part of his research for this, he watched the first one, which he had not seen. That's good. That's and, good research. Yeah,
2: I would almost not count that as research. I would. That's like putting sh- your high school diploma on your resume. Like that's you, we don't want that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but
0: that being said, I don't forgive. <laughs> <laughs> The name thing, <laughs> leave it alone, or write it a different way. But better anyway. research, I think. Yeah,
2: I wrote down here. Um, first of all, and this is not a plug, uh, because you know, fuck capitalism. But Stars, uh, which is yes. the service on which we watch this film, nice captions. Yeah. Nice captions on Stars. They are Very nice.
0: Yeah. Anyone interested in how to watch these movies? Um, Sundance Woman is on YouTube. In, you have very, to search for it in
2: Spanish, though. Very poor quality. Yeah. It's Portuguese. It's, it's Portuguese. Portuguese. It's Portuguese. But it's oh, in the, English, the, the, but the subtitles, subtitles are Portuguese. Yes. Portuguese. Yes. But you can't search the name of the movie. You have to search for whatever it is in Portuguese. Right. So um, if you search the name of the movie in English, you're going to get the Elizabeth Montgomery one. <laughs>
0: How I searched the name the of the movie. I mean, I didn't I didn't have that trouble. Oh, um, weird. Did. We did. Yeah.
2: Wow. *Birch uh,
0: and Sundance, The Early Days is on either the Stars app or Fubo, F-U-B-O. Uh, I'm we'll be cancelling that right away. <laughs> and then my actor's note for this was Harrison Ford turned down the role of Butch Cassidy because he didn't want to be compared to Paul Newman. Why? Uh, I don't know. I mean, out of respect, I don't know.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I think that's a fine thing to want. I mean, he's
1: Harrison fucking Ford. Like, maybe yeah. he wasn't at the
2: time. In
0: 79, I mean, yeah, that's he was... pre-Star
2: Wars, I guess, no. right? No, post-Star Wars.
0: Post-Star yeah, Wars? 77 was but oh. Pro- Hope. yeah
2: The bullet wound match cut? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's because really he, they he heal. gets shot and he pours oh, yeah. the gunpowder uh, on the...
0: Sundance's bullet wound by pouring gunpowder on his chest and lining it with the match.
2: Yes. And, when, and when they do that, because of course there's a big buildup to it, because like... Yeah, just do it. Just do yeah, it. It's it's yeah. dangerous, but yeah. it's the only thing they can. It'll do. It'll hurt like hell. It already um, hurts like hell. But they yeah. just do this great cut when he actually. Yeah. The ma- like smash cut away, and there's this really great, like warbly, echoey, reverbery sound design.
0: Yeah, of him screaming, and
2: yeah. yeah, there's a
1: lot of clever cutting in this
0: movie as mm-hmm. well.
1: The
2: yeah, editing. it
0: pl- It flies by. Yeah. It's it's a good time all the time. Yeah, yeah. like the first one.
2: Yeah, except for the. Except for that one, se- for that one
0: section. One section. <laughs> yeah when they go back to the casino where they meet and Sundance gets sprayed by a skunk. What? Yeah. I loved so that goofy. plot point. Um, and I loved the re-breaking of the chandelier because it stunk so bad. Uh, I thought that was a great bit. But specifically watching clearly a real skunk spraying out of its hole <laughs> is something i've never seen and never hoped to see but it really uh i wrote down skunk spraying most amazing thing <laughs> because <laughs> when it happened it was like is that, is that a puppet is that like is there just they're just spraying did juice out of a puppet but it was just like clearly real like clearly a real skunk and then they i don't know what they did to it make it do that i but, not much uh, i bet probably um, yeah
1: they might have just grabbed a skunk out of the well, they have a shot of it running up, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, but I oh, had always expected that to be more of a like spritz, right? Um, but it is. But it was just like a pea stream, you, huge. You, have you been fountains?
1: Yeah, a couple times. You've been skunked?
0: what? Really? No. Oh Jesus! You grew up. Well, on that was a farm. pretty convincing. You grew <laughs> <couple> up on <laughs> <laughs> like on duck yeah. ends, raising goats. I I, no. don't, yeah, know. I guess I don't know why you asked that. But uh, I just, I just, yeah,
2: because she was like, you know, she was like Quent over here. She was like, Oh, yeah, that's what a skunk does. Oh, okay, this is out know. like a I know yeah. about sk- <laughs> <laughs> it's got a
0: big gaping hole,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Whenever they go to rob the bank, but they can't take their guns inside, Ugh. and oh, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, the popcorn, yeah, the bag. popcorn bags to get yeah. the guy to come in. steals his gun, and then like on the way out, like Sundance like kicks the guard, and he's like, "That's it, yeah. I quit." <laughs> yeah, that guard is
0: he made my unsung heroes list, but now because I, I pretty, have a ton sung. of unsung heroes. Like that's the thing.
1: Like
2: there's we a, lot a of, line. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. lot
1: of really funny moments, but like we, we didn't need talk all... about the train
2: and the Calvary. And they made the Calvary look like jackasses. And I was like, I love that this movie is like, yeah, A cab. Oh, they were. Yeah, it was great. Really inventive, fun, I mean, Calvary shenanigans. I mean, they were just very clever. Yeah. yeah. And they
0: really showed how well Butch thinks. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's kind of almost like a joke in the first one. Like, you just keep thinking, Butch. That's right, what you're right. good at. Like, and then he gets him in all these bad situations. But this is, this one's about how he, that is what he's good at. I also yeah. really
2: like it, in a movie, um, when they're like, oh, this character's thing is that they're clever in getting out of situations and then the cleverness is really some very specific goof-offery that wouldn't actually work or something that's not clever that the movie treats as clever, but I felt these were all very... Yeah. They did
0: did a really thorough, smart job. And I loved it. Woodcock-esque, the guy that was actually guarding the money just wanted to do the heist with them. He's like, this is fun. You know how boring my job is? yeah. Yeah. That was really fun, and then they, the fact that he tried to throw them the money, and then it knocked two cavalry members out, but they didn't. And then kn- they just don't have that yeah. money. They're like, "All right, thanks." Yeah, yeah.
2: What What were you? What else were you gonna say? Uh,
1: Tom Berenger was an in inception. Um, yeah, I just remembered. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was like, he seemed familiar, and his name looked familiar.
2: Oh, you never.
0: But Inception's it. the one? I guess so. I don't remember him. Oh, Major whole... League? No. Uh, oh, okay. Didn't see it. Sniper. I he think I recognize his a... name more than his He's like his a lead, leading man. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. I wondered with Tom Berenger uh, stepping in for Paul Newman and then Sam Shepard, I wondered if all of them just actually have blue eyes? Or if they use contact lenses, because it's so clear. I mean, Paul—it's such a trait of Paul Newman's. Yeah.
1: Well, Tom Berenger has blue eyes, and so does Sam Shepard.
2: Ask an you, answer. Wait,
0: you wait—you know these things mm-hmm. from watching separately movies? Yeah. I don't believe you. You didn't know Tom Berenger.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I remember from Inception with blue eyes. Yeah. Oh. He's no, All he's right, not Killian Murphy's father. He's his
0: uncle. Yeah, uh-huh. like fake
1: uncle. Anyway, you remember blue
0: uncle. eyes? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Then I, I, then I guess my next question is: Was that a requirement? For some, I mean, I guess not, because Harrison Ford.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Just a
2: happy. I'll say I didn't. Yeah. I accident. wasn't looking for that. I didn't notice that. I don't. I mean, it wasn't I mean, something. I, I certainly like looked at every every I mean, guy, and I went like, Paul oh, Newman's eyes no Newman. are
1: very notably yeah, lo- light
2: blue. A lot about Paul Newman is notably that's true. Yeah. That's true. Hard act to follow.
0: Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I oh, just—I I didn't notice I, it wasn't something I was looking for from shot one. But right. at some point in the movie, I saw it in all of them. And that's why I was wondering mm. if that was the case. But apparently it is. Anyway, Lauren. Yeah, well done. One of those things, you know, everybody's ages and eye colors. Ages. You always know everybody every time you do Lawrence Percorner you go and these are age appropriate.
1: Well <laughs> yeah. that's because that's what, that's how I start my search. Oh. I look up how old they were at the time so I can like have like yeah. a proper um a starting point. Yeah, starting yeah. point. Yeah, That's why I know. It's very
0: thorough, honey. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Good job. Good yeah. Work. Well, the... Okay. So it's just the eye color. We'll we'll find out more <laughs> as we go. A lot of a lot of movies left. Yeah. Um all right, Blackthorn. Uh, yeah, I don't know where we want to start on this. Do you guys? Uh, I, you I thought, think?
2: you know, I wrote cool, cool premise, simple and clean enough. I like it as you know, yeah. it's not so straightforward as to be predictable, but it's it's an interesting good cowboy shenanigans. I thought it was super pretty. I really went yeah. into this movie expecting yeah, yeah. sort of a like I called them like $5 Walmart bin DVDs or sort mm-hmm. of a Sunday afternoon dad movie. And it wasn't not that. Uh, But it was really, really pretty. There's this wonderful shot of him early in the movie in that hotel room and everything was like this sort of evergreen color, like the wallpaper and the bed and the carpet. Everything was green but him. Really, really stunning. And the movie Mm -hmm. did that the whole way. Yeah. It's, It's boring. That's the only problem with this movie. It's a little boring. Yeah. Felt longer than it was. Yeah. Yeah. But sort of every... 15 20 minutes as you start to drift off it'll do something visually really beautiful to kind of lots of action yeah Yeah. and the acting is all really really good from everyone so yeah i mean if you if like butch and sundance is your movie if you're the butch and sundance person check out Blackthorn. you'll probably have a really good time
1: that being said i did not feel like they cared at all about capturing the spirit of butch and sundance because they did a good job at like being like, oh, Nikolaj Wa- Walder Kuzdo is a really good young Sam Shepard. Yeah. But he is not a good butch, and whoever the fuck they cast as Sundance is, have blue is eyes. not a
0: good... <laughs> yeah.
1: He does. He's Jamie Lannister. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, but are they real? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking this up. I don't believe
2: you. Look, I bet <laughs> against her too during the Rotten Tomatoes thing, and you're just setting yourself up for embarrassment.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, you're always wrong about that yeah 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 i yep. am wrong all right. a lot. all right
2: yep nope checks out what's the matter paul we're done wrong about something
1: <laughs> i got his name it's Nikolaj coster waldo that's why it sounded stupid when i said it yeah that's why. um anyway yeah like and the guy they cast his sundance was like even l- less a right Sundance-y. they certainly I, weren't trying to they, make they them they didn't look
0: care like all. i didn't or
1: even even like personality or like vibes they didn't they weren't trying
0: they were certainly having fun yeah, like they did. I don't understand the temptation
2: yeah. to in making this movie go back and put your hand in the cookie jar and flashback to some good old-fashioned, you know, B&SD good times.
0: It did seem to yeah, it didn't <laughs> seem to want to be a sequel to 69's Butch and Sundance. It seemed to want to just sort of follow the like this legend of these men that actually existed. Uh, and that supposedly is true of the story that it's like there's people that say that they survived that shootout. Yeah. And I mean, they, they did don't... like kind
1: of rewrite the 69 one.
0: Right. But yeah. But like in terms of historically, the, the the truth of the matter is people are saying like where they're supposed to be buried, they're not there. Mm-hmm. So there is legend about them right. having survived. I see. Okay. So, but it is a completely fictional story about like, what if that's right? You know, but it's not about.
2: I thought that the, I thought it was a good story. Sure. The old man stuff. The old, you know. But every time we flash back, I was just getting a worse version of the two movies I've already gotten of a good version of this. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm getting a worse, it's not only a worse version of it, it's interrupting and not adding much to the Mm. story that I have decided to get into, A meeting you halfway with Uh your old Butch Cassidy. Please stop flashing back to... Because there... they're not bad scenes either. No. They're charming. They're fine. They're good. Yeah. They're just not as good as the previous two versions I've seen. And frankly, they're just, they're not as interesting as the other part I'm watching.
0: Yeah. Right. The The old man part is the yeah. story. That's what you're there for. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked the, what it, the flashbacks did for the cop story. Because he, okay. he became yeah. more interesting because of that. Once they came to him at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I outside of it that I agree. Poorly with you. in the yeah.
2: minute, down down Old Bolivia Way, the cop, the guy from FIFA Vendetta, was uh He tried to he almost caught Butch and
0: Sundance, yeah. but Edda helped them escape. Right. So he's clutches. been sort of
2: living in a drunken retirement in Bolivia.
0: Right. He's now a console and he kind of has like, a cushy has job no and he's just kind of yeah. just
2: trying to hide under a rock. So he lets Butch go because he, he wants it to be over. Right. But he wants his. He doesn't want anything to change. Right. He desperately doesn't want anything to change. Yeah. Um, And then he helps him escape. And then the Bolivian army shows up because they are not as chill yeah. about that happening. Yeah. And then he has to go on. He They make him go with them to go keep hunting Butch Cassidy. And then because they don't like him, they take his horse and leave him in the mountains. And they say, yeah. good luck to right, you. Right. Because you helped the-, the gringo escape. So yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And I like. I mean, I. The movie was felt so long as I mean not not and I didn't dislike it I, I mm-hmm. enjoyed it mm-hmm. and 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 there was some cowboy stuff in there I hadn't seen I really loved like the way his girlfriend died That's the way that up. shot looked oh, yeah. was was, yeah. Really, was crazy. Stuff, uh, oh, the flats, really crazy the horse stuff a lot of really crazy horse stuff holy was in yeah. There. yeah that was so brutal really effective stuff yeah. for sure and beautiful like you said Um
2: the nice I, scene when he when the guy when the the guy oh yeah, on the sun, he's got the gun to his head, and yeah. then he pulls the knife on him. At the, oh woo. yeah,
0: yeah. Woo. That was all really good, and I liked the the turn of his character. I liked the ride of of uh, thinking he was just a weak person that Butch was helping the whole time, and then you find out he's the villain, and I, like that. They they did a good job with that. I was
2: like that. That came at a point in the movie where I was like, okay, I think the movie's it's wrapping up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've had a good time. I'm getting ready to do other things now. And then that happened, and I sort of, like, missed the scene where they say what exactly happened, and because, like, 15 minutes of the movie left. So then I had to come back and effectively watch some whole new movie thing where Butch hates this guy.
0: So the guy told Butch that he stole from essentially, like, a... um an evil man who owned the mine because that's who Butch believes still owned it. But what it turned out the cop informs him had happened is the mines were given back to the miners. Mm. That guy was overthrown. And so who this guy stole from were the native oh, miners. Okay. Um,
2: and that's why they show up and kill his girlfriend. And right. Like chasing yeah. him down and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, but I like that. And also like you mentioned that he gets his, but I liked Butch specifically shoots him in the leg and leaves him in the middle of the desert for the miners to find with the treasure mm-hmm. that he stole. So he leaves yeah. without any of the money and just sort of leaves him there to die. And there's a really sort of like a complex emotionally complex scene where the guy is begging for his life and saying, I could have I saved your life. I could have killed you. Please mm-hmm. don't leave me here. And he just leaves him. Yeah.
1: And he's like, I don't care about the money. Just don't leave me. But he yeah. leaves him in the money, which is really <laughs> fucking cold. Yeah.
0: Uh, I. But uh, because it was felt long and th- slow, uh, I could have used go all the way up to show me whether he meets Sundance and at his kid. It was a, for me. I guess you don't need it. It was oh, a more artistic Ryan. ending to not show it. Yeah, and he's just sort of left in the mountains somewhere, and you assume he gets away. You don't know, I guess. But I've already gotten a lot of from this movie's premise. You don't know what happened to him. Like I don't want to just be like, oh, and then he died again. You know, I would rather see It would have felt him meet more Ryan.
1: satisfying, like his closure to like have the character they were alluding to and talking about the whole movie right finally get to meet him. Nah, yeah.
2: I like him being mysteriously missing and sad in the mountains. Okay. That's for me. That's
0: fair. Yeah.
2: I didn't hate it. I was just a little bit like okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you're almost never going to sell me with like... And then he goes and he happy meets ending. his his, his family, bone. his happy nephew. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. No. Do yeah. this. What if he ate a can of beans in a cave? Yeah. But
0: eh, they had also already said that... He said that line that was so artistic about like... Seems to me there's only two moments in a man's life. The moment he leaves home and the moment he returns. It's like, I thought, you know, that... Oh, sure. Set it up.
2: You know, he also says... It's very Star trek <laughs> He says... Today's his... Good a day to die as any. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. good Hang a on.
0: A good a place yeah. to die cool. as any. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So it was ri- this movie was written by Miguel Barros, who wrote things I've never, I mean, uh, Spanish or Mexican, sure. uh, other uh, movies of another country, Los Sin Tierra, Libertad, The Minions of Midas TV miniseries. And oh. it was directed, oh, you know that? No. Oh, okay. You're getting me a lot this <laughs> this time. And then uh, Mateo Gill was the director. He directed Open Your Eyes, the Vanilla oh. Sky original film. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, as well as The Sea Inside, uh, which I know the poster. It's got Harvey Arbidems face on it. Uh, and then something else called Agora. These are the things he's known best for. But okay. that's uh, that's why it was so pretty. You Goro? Agora. Okay. Agora. Yeah.
2: yeah. Goro's from Mortal Kombat. Right. <laughs> I know him.
0: <laughs> the origin of Goro. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about Blackthorn before we
2: move on to Lauren's corner. No, I I, I don't know, I'm in a weird place with this movie recommendation wise because it's easy to recommend it to someone who likes butch and sundance a lot sure if you're just kind of casually interested in cowboy movies i don't know because it is a little boring but i guess cowboy movies yeah, are but, sometimes yeah. they, they can, can be yeah i would say if you like cowboy movies this one is a good yeah probably uh, i keep thinking about the not that long that salt flat scenes yeah. alone yeah. is almost worth
0: everywhere they are is beautiful yeah yeah i think if we hadn't watched all these in such close succession I would have enjoyed it more. I think I was a little fatigued. I, I did was a little the, like we another did like three days in a row. Yeah. yeah. But if I had taken a break and just seen it on its own, I think I would have liked it just just a little bit yeah, more. You probably. know, because it's a solid movie.
2: Yeah. It's a good cowboying time. Yeah. How are you feeling about your corner?
1: A little nervous. No,
2: no, you uh,
0: yeah, but it is, it is oh, a no, tall Paul, order. Paul thinks. No, no, you no I'm be a just little saying nervous. Butch and Sundance Cast and Perfect is a tall it's, order. It's it's a
1: tall order, but yeah. I mean
0: You're I'm willing to to yeah.
1: defend my choices. they Hope might, it doesn't come they to might that. Be polarizing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> polarizing. Okay. There we go. <laughs> at least we know going in. Here we are again at Lauren's back corner. Yes, it's true. We are still doing it. Let's see if she's up to this impossible task or if she'll totally ruin it.
1: All right. So I'll start with uh, Etta. Kay. For Etta Place, I have uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Terrific. Really good. Yeah, and I think really she good. would play off very nicely yeah. against Sundance as uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. he oh, does yeah. that like oh, quiet, yeah. stoic oh, very yeah. well. I see it. Here's a tricky one. And it's only She's because cashing in her chips. Okay. I believe in the talent of this man and I want to see him get his. Butch Cassidy. Uh-huh. Jensen Ackles. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think he could do it. I think he could do it. Okay,
2: well, but as, as Butch Cassidy and he, not Sundance. Yes, as Butch Cassidy. Yes, it's Paul Newman.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah, Soldier. Uh, yeah, boy. And, I think yeah. he, yeah, he I could think do it. He has always For been sure. more
1: talented than the material he gets. Yeah, he is rugged and handsome and witty and funny. Yeah, That's I haven't true.
0: watched much Supernatural, so I don't know how uh, I haven't what? seen the wit. Supernatural, um, right? That's actually, a good thing, yeah? the wit does,
1: the wit does not come through in Supernatural. So what it else holds him back? He is funny. Oh, in what? Is himself. I what see in- interviews. oh in interviews, in- interviews. Oh, okay. days
2: the interviews and in the interviews et and stuff he is oh, okay. he is, he is dry personally. and okay quick okay yeah okay
1: so I think he could do it great And okay. this that's for you Jensen
0: I'm not gonna fight <laughs> you on it the studio might Just, sure but, as the studio yeah, often he does he was yeah. on the shortlist
1: for Captain America
0: sure so they say. I could see that maybe that's part an in joke why he's for sure. Soldier Boy and uh, 100 in the sure. boys yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he's got a great look okay. for. Her. Yeah, does
1: yeah. so that went over well? Yeah, yeah. Well I, done. Mean, I would think we yeah. were all yeah. expecting. I think Robert some Pattinson is really dynamite. Would be really dynamite. Yeah, for I, I I love
0: that. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah, yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen is yeah y- great, y- 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 great, great job. They would all do good together too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I was just kidding. Before I'm very familiar with Supernatural. It oh really? Is, uh, oh, okay. yes. stuck yeah. Stuck in the, there joke, the joke didn't play. It
0: seems like they joke a lot in clips I've seen. Like they have little banter asides from. They but, do, okay.
1: But the writing isn't very good. Well,
0: okay, that also seems <laughs> true of what I've seen. Yeah, but yeah. Ben Edlund, charm is charm. Ben yeah, Ben Edlund
2: writes uh-huh. for Supernatural. Oh, 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 so there's a there's tick? there's good yeah. wine in there. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Sure. especially like season one, and like like I said, Jensen Ackles, I always feel like he's more talented than what he's been able to do.
0: It's a tough world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough industry. Yeah, he's he, yeah. he's
1: he's he's really struggling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay. Time for. Trek stars.
2: Oh, Trek stars. Trek stars.
0: Stars. Trek stars. There's one bar. There. Another one bar. Is char. That if an has been on a Star Trek show, it's something that we all must know. Trek stars.
2: Trek stars. <laughs> Trek stars. Yeah. Okay, and then the theme song's going. All That's right. Um, so, from the first one, from Butch and uh, um, Ted Cassidy, big guy. The big guy who they who he fights. Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, among other. he was Lurch in the original Adams Family, but he oh. was on an episode of the original series called What Are Little Girls Made Of? He threw Captain Kirk around. I love oh. that. I love when he does nice. that. Um, Jeff Corey, who I, I put on this list, I wasn't going to because I don't rec- recognize him from Star Trek or from the movie, but he was also in uh, The Sundance Woman, was on an episode of the original series called The Cloudminders. Okay. Cloudminders. Okay. Silly. <laughs> um Booch and Sundance, the early days. We see John Shuck returning to the Trek Stars list. He plays uh Klingon, ambassador in the original Who is series he movies. In John the Shuck. Early days. Uh, he's the his 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 buddy. He passes him on the trail. Oh, and he's like, "Hey, right. and buddy!" Then, and then then,
1: then, then they like do the the water tower shenanigan on the train, and they he stays behind. And he's like, "Welp!" And they're like, "Ah, okay." We'll oh, he I
0: believe house. is supposed to be young Harvey. Oh, he's really? the same character, yes. Really? Yes. Heavens, oh. yeah. He Heavens. looks kind of like him, the mustache and stuff. Like they yeah. try to make him look like okay. him, Okay. the not Clis- Christopher
2: Lloyd guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. well, speaking of yeah. Star Trek stars, Christopher Lloyd, yeah, <laughs> as uh, it was a Klingon. Commander in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. He was the bad guy in that movie. Okay. Um, an odd entry. Peter Seller, Robocop. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, right. In well, Into that's Darkness. His, that's his name? LaFors. LaFors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. LaFors, yeah. yeah. He's uh he's in Into Darkness as uh the bad guy. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bad moral. Yeah. We've got character actor, the late, great Vincent Schiavelli. Oh, yes. Right. Love him. Yes, yes. Um, He was in an episode of The Next Generation as like a salesman alien. From Ghost. Yeah.
1: What, you think I fell? Yeah. You think I jumped?
2: (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) Yeah.
1: It wasn't my time! (laughs) I'm not supposed to be here.
2: Um, And then the very last one, I wasn't even going to put this guy on the list. I wouldn't have pulled him for a Trek actor except his IMDb photo I recognize as his character from Star Trek. John Manga plays Little Boy in an original series episode called Miri. And who is he in... Early
0: days, you don't know.
2: He plays young man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't that prepared. Kids. I wasn't that prepared. Yeah, just I don't. You I don't You already watched the cowboy movies. I'm telling you the Star Treks they're in. Right. You go watch the Star Treks.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, fun stuff before the pitch is. I've got other sequels here. So, so many to go over so the great train robbery 1903 the great train robbery was based on the wild bunches uh oh, okay. oh stuff that so makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah uh in You're 1947 sure okay <laughs> there was a movie called cheyenne butch and sundancer characters in it cute oh. because of these they were real Outlaws, they're in a lot of sure. stuff like this. 1948, a movie called Return of the Bad Men. 1951, The Texas Rangers. 1955, Wyoming Renegades. 1956, The Three Outlaws. 1956, The Maverick Queen. 1965, Cat Ballou*. Uh, 1960- uh, 1960, really? Uh, Butch and Sundance are characters in it, yeah. yeah.
1: I watched that movie so much growing up, I don't remember that.
0: Oh, I don't know how major their roles are, but they are characters I'll in the film uh 1967 return of the gunfighter 1974 mrs sundance mm. it came out before the sundance woman but after butch and sundance it's a different account of at a place hmm.
2: is there a reason we didn't watch that one
0: well because it's not Catherine ross repri- it's not a direct sequel to right. okay so it's like a yeah i guess i didn't realize there were so
2: many of these movies sure i didn't either yeah, totally
0: i didn't yeah Uh, The Gambler 5, Playing for Keeps, 1994. Uh, The Secret of Giving, 1999. There was a 2004 TV movie called The Legend of Butch and Sundance. There is another movie called Outlaw Trail, The Treasure of Butch Cassidy, 2006. And then... TV shows, I'm going to go through these really quick, They're about them, Stories of the Century, Tales of Wells Fargo, in which Charles Bronson played Butch Cassidy, Okay. or Sundance, one of them, hmm. Death Valley Days, PBS American Experience, and Murdoch Mysteries. Why There's also a video game called Call of Juarez Gunslinger from 2013. Sure. I remember uh, that. I've Seen yeah. that one. Uh, Sundance has a villain in it. Oh. And then a manga series called Drifters that they're in.
2: A manga series. Yes. And the great movie ride. They show that one scene.
0: Right. But that's from the movie. It's the same
2: movie. Sure. Yeah. Are are the rules so rigid there's no room for fun?
0: (laughs) Well, we, we gave you your segment on it. I put the theme song in. What the hell? What the hell? Um... Because this is a mid season finale, might as well pack it full of absolutely everything. Yeah. Quick listener's log. You sent something into the listener's log. Now let's check in on the listener's log. This is our first that I'm putting in there that's a direct quote from TikTok about the show. Ooh. Or at least about the TikTok feed. Ooh. Uh, from Dante Dobson. Why don't you have more followers? Man, the algorithm is stupid. Aw, you're nice. right, Dante. Yeah, you're
2: right, Dobson. <laughs> Dobson.
1: Uh, Dobson. I, I, we got Dobson. <laughs> we got Dobson. <laughs> we got Dobson. Here. At least we got
2: Dobson. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I thanked him already and he was very curious about it. He said, Great. Of course. So, Great. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Good on you, Dante. I well, hope tells, you're actually listening. If he tells two yeah. friends. And yeah. they
2: tell two friends. And and four they friends. Tell <laughs> two... Yeah. It's Wayne's world. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren Picorny. Yes. Are we ready for Unsung Heroes? Yes. yes.
0: Hit it Ball Jr. Unsung Heroes. I have
1: one for the first one, and it is the llama stomping at Sundance when they first get to Bolivia. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice I love. llama. It's yeah. cute. Uh Butch and Cat Butch and Sundance early years. In the beginning, whenever they've caused the commotion in the saloon, whenever they first meet, there's like a lady who like sneaks. And like grab some money. Oh yeah, and, like, sneaks
2: back. Yeah, in early days. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That was good. That's a good one, hun. Yeah, Thank you. good job. Um, well, for Butch and Sundance, for the first one, I do have one. Uh, is when they're in the bank vault, the scene you mentioned when they're robbing it together downstairs. Yeah. The they make the manager laugh. Right. Like, and it's clearly like just the take on the day. The actors are just laughing. Yeah. But they left it in. Yeah. Just a dynamite moment. Yeah, remember.
0: yeah. I have that in the notes. It was an outtake. Okay. And they just Aww. left it in. It's perfect. It's great. Yeah.
2: Great. Um in i I do have one for wanted the sundance woman when the the guy you were talking about the crummy guy who we like right Albie Albie he yeah. goes into the you know into the law house with the lady to do you know they're up to something um and there's a horse out front, and it just happens to when they run in it just happens to kind of like turn to camera <laughs> mm. and give this lolling eye like <laughs> ah. like you know what's about to happen and I'm like, I do horse I that was very it's good. A good do one you know. Yeah. <laughs> um and then for um the early years there's a lady on a train like while it's being robbed she drinks from a flask mm. and i just yeah. liked i don't know if, if that was like if it stuck out to me because i it's you know contemporarily it means something differently yeah but to me at the time i was just like yeah lady it was yeah. also
1: like a cartoonishly large it was a flask. really big she was, flask. she looked really thirsty too yeah <laughs> she, yeah it's a thirsty good
2: one. do you have a flask that big i bet you're always pretty thirsty <laughs> Yeah. Uh Oh, and then, yes, my unsung hero for Blackthorn is when they're at the train at the end, a guy, an extra, just crosses in front of him, but he looks to be roughly 100 years old, mm. and he looks like Dr. Livingston, and he's just kind of like, I think he's got like one bag, and he's just kind of like shuffling across the screen, Yeah, and I was just kind of interested in his story. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: solid. Thank you. So, no,
0: I have none for the first one. I just feel like everybody's so meticulously used. Here. Sure. From Sundance Woman, the horse that survives jump from the cliff. Oh geez.
1: Um, yeah, that was wild. The fall. Yeah. Like the yeah. fall.
0: Guy who fell in the puddle, there's a a shootout that happens and a guy He dives down to avoid getting shot and it happens to be into a big puddle of mud and then they cut back to him in the midst of it and he's still having to stay down waiting around in the mud. Poor guy. There's a little after the successfully pull the dad from Greek wedding out of the jail. Someone says to Albie, jail's broke. And then he does a kick at him uh, <laughs> of dirt as he's like walking away angry. I like that little kick. And then there was a member of Pancho Villa's gang who looked like a woman dressed as a man. Really stuck out to me. Don't know if that was the case, but I wouldn't be surprised I'm, if it was. Right. Like there a was fake a- mustache, fake hair. For early days, I got First man to react to the skunk stink, when Sundance walks in, just like, oh. (laughs) Like, really good. Um, The unappealing question mark prostitute, she has two moments Sundance is offered to her. Yeah, she's offered to him, he goes, I'm not that, or to Butch, and he says, I'm not that lonely or whatever. I'm not that interested in what goes on up there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, later uh, Sundance hits her rather than end up with her. (laughs) But I thought she was just so... I thought she was so... She shot from the hip. She was really funny. She was into it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Good sex jokes in that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh,
1: yeah. Whenever he was like... Everything about me is
0: average. Oh yeah! Because and, he's, whenever like yeah. Whenever, well, that's too bad. Yeah. Whenever there's
1: like sitting around, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, funny. and like and he like looks oh. at the lady suggestively. Oh yeah, and she's like, oh again, again? like how, yeah. how else am I gonna stay 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 on, not bored? Yeah, let's go play cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very. And funny. then
0: he she immediately laughs too. Yeah. Like he yeah, yeah he's yeah. so charming. Good stuff. Um, I liked the guy who watched the getaway. One of the in the heist sequence, the Sundance jumps into the back of the hearse. And then Butch is driving mm-hmm. it. There's a man who like sees that happen and gives like a, you know, like a, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Seems uh, risky. Yeah. <laughs> and then my only one for Blackthorn was the, he's in two scenes, but I put him down as smoking helpful doctor. The guy who goes to get the cop to tell him it's Butch mm-hmm. Cassidy. Uh, I love that he's, I mean, you know, just old West smoking a cigarette while doing a very clean operation type of thing and then he goes and gets the cop and the cop is so drunk and so like belligerent to him and he's just like well but it's him i'm like he's i'm trying to help you out right and then later when he denies that it's him he's like that's it to him (laughs) like he's just really trying to help this guy and the guy for two separate reasons is making it difficult for him I just really liked how helpful that guy was.
2: I did like that he stopped him and he's like, "Are you are you too drunk to hear this? Are yeah. we are we are we good to continue?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. All right, are you ready to pitch?
2: Ready to pitch? Do we yeah. have an order? Um, Quarter?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sundance goes first. All right, and then Lauren, and then
1: all right. Well, if there ain't going to be any rules, let's get the fight started. Someone count one, two, three, go.
0: Mine is called The Trials of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's
3: really good. Okay.
0: Etta teaches her classroom full of children about mythology. There are multiple words underlined on the board. Gods, heroes, daemons, muses. The kid from Jurassic Park stands up. (laughs) (laughs) Not him. Could be him, but dressed like Old West challenging the lesson asking why do they have to learn about any of this stuff it's all made up and calmly explains that they might be myths but they exist to help us better understand ourselves and some of what's in them is very real heroes for instance there's lots of heroes in the world a sweet little girl maybe young jenny from forrest gump asks <laughs> did you ever know any etta remembers them oh We catch up with Butch and Sundance sitting around a saloon playing cards with a man who wins every hand. As he deals the next round he says, alright boys, keep sharp, everything's riding on this one. Sundance has dealt a royal flush. Knowing he's got him now, he ups the ante and lays down his cards only to find that they've changed. The man now has the flush. Sundance draws his pistol and threatens the man. The pistol changes too, into a banana. The man laughs. Suddenly, Butch is struck with a vision of their deaths. He asks if the man is the devil. The man replies, it's not as simple as all that. He leads them outside of the saloon and shows them that eternity lies before them in two directions. Land of the gods one way, a fiery underworld the other. So it's like a classic western town scene. Look this way, look this way. Yeah, cool. The man is Atheist, James Garner. A daemon who is charged with processing the outlaws to decide which direction they must go. A process that starts with an examination of life. This is more or less a trial that starts with a great many dead people who passed at the hands of Butch and Sundance, giving their testimonies as to why they belong in the underworld. Through this we see flashbacks of a few of their heists. Things aren't looking promising until Butch speaks up in their defense. Ah, this is Bullhawk! Of course these men are against us! We got them dead! Why don't you ask some folks we left alive? That's what this is about, right? What kind of lives we had? Lives! Uh, And they give him like, are you finished? Yeah, yeah, okay. They take a look at the lives of a prostitute who had the pleasure of Butch's company and it forever changed her, in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) They also look in on Woodcock, who has been relieved of his post working for the railroad, but remembers Butch fondly. Butch takes this opportunity to declare E.H. Harriman the real enemy in all this. After consideration, Butch is deemed worthy of going on high, but Sundance is condemned below for all the lives he has taken. When teed up to speak on his own behalf, Sundance rages against his would-be condemners, spouting how he's tired of proving himself again and again. He's been proving himself his whole life. He only ever did what he was made to do, and he ain't sorry for it. Ain't sorry for any of it. In a last-ditch effort to save his friend, Butch demands that he be tested. Throw anything against him. He'll come through. You'll see. Man like him deserves to be among us greats. (laughs) (laughs) thus the Sundance kid is put up to take on five labors if he comes through them he will not only be worthy of paradise but will himself become a god butch sits up jawing with the gods as he watches his friend go through the obstacles he is easily able to conquer the first with the use of his pistol the second however is a riddle presented by a nymph that he can't seem to solve butch asks to go down and help his friend but is warned that he will not be able to rejoin the gods if he doesn't make it through all the labors himself. He agrees. They make it through the riddle together, go on to the next task, in which their mettle and loyalty is tested by sirens. Sundance saves Butch's bacon on that one. Next, they fight a giant together. They get roughed up and bicker a bunch, but ultimately slay it in some clever, fun way, working together. Sundance asks, Why'd you come back for me? What's in it for you, Butch? We could be gods! I never heard of a better score than that. (laughs) Butch and Sundance are made gods. As such, their lives as humans are erased from existence. Curious about Etta, they look in on her to find that without Sundance around, she fell in love with another far more cruel bandit who made her an active part of his crew. The bandit she's in love with trades her away to another 'er ne'er-do-well that he owes a debt to. Sundance is incensed And as the man rides away with his posse, kills him with a lightning bolt, (laughs) using his new god power and classic great aim. (laughs) The betrayal, however, forever changes Etta, making her cruel and numb to the world. She kills her new beau and goes on to become a notorious criminal who ultimately falls to a hail of gunfire at the hands of none other than LaFors himself. The boys can't abide this fate for their Etta, so they turn in their god chips and make their way to the underworld together. Ateus stops them, waving them back into the saloon to play another hand. As he deals, he says, "All right, boys, keep sharp. Everything's really riding on this one."
2: That's the end. That's so good. Wow. Yeah. Paul, so creative. That's so good. And yeah, I wouldn't I don't I, don't, I don't I want to piggyback on what Lauren said, but not in like I'm surprised you did something creative way, cuz you're always creative. Mm-hmm. But that that felt like a me pitch. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, like that was that.
1: Uh, like the Titanic pitch. The ghostly dancing and stuff? Sure, the yeah. uh, Ship of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Titanic. Similar. Ship of the <laughs> Dead. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, great. I like Terrific. it. Terrific. All right, Lauren. Do
0: you know what I wish?
1: Etta is awaiting her next train in Colombia when she catches a newspaper headline A Butch and Sundance's death. Heartbroken and set on returning to reclaim her friend's two bodies, Etta arranges travel back to Bolivia and goes to track down a partner to accompany her. Pulling this off will require a bandit and a confidant. She finds a match at the local saloon, a local man named Manuel. Etta secures Manuel's loyalty by telling him of a key she entrusted to Sundance before his death that opens a treasure she, Butch, and Sundance buried back in the States. Sundance surely had it on him when he died. Manuel scouts ahead to make sure they're in the clear before Etta and he go to the sheriff posing as man and wife. Etta additionally posing as Sundance's sister. Uh, The sheriff reluctantly agrees to hand over Sundance's body, but not Butch's. Etta is sad, but takes what she can get. Her, Her, Manuel, and the late Sundance board a train headed back to the States. Awaiting passage from South to North America, Manuel inquires what the next move is to procure the buried treasure with the recovered key. Etta confesses the truth of the key. She gifted it to Sundance. It's the key to her heart. Nothing more. Manuel is understandably angry and storms off. Edda looks at the coffin, holding her fallen love, at the sea before her, then at the key on a chain around her neck. She smiles surreptitiously. Cut to black. Title card. Oh, that
0: next that place. Sweet story oh. and title.
3: Thank
1: you.
0: Um. It
1: pulls from Meet Joe Black, referring to not only the afterlife, but also Edda's next move, and her last name is Place.
2: Mm, next place, right. place. Because yeah. her next move is to go... 'Cause it's there is treasure. There is treasure. She just wants it all for herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's good.
0: Yeah. My only change would be that I would recommend is that she makes Manuel go away with like a gun or something. Hmm. I didn't quite buy that he just went.
1: Ah, well, I think she's well, smart. If she, you? If she's only
2: there for the treasure. Yeah. She, she's, she's smart enough no to
1: know that he will disregard her as soon as there's nothing in it for him.
0: Right. Okay. I yeah. just think bandits can be
1: Shifty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't take my <laughs> note.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're going for position. All right. Better get ready. Uh, mine it looks like is called Butch and Sunset.
1: <laughs> I always made a Sunset pun for mine.
2: Yeah. Um, Butch and Sunset. Uh, <clears throat> so this is going to be. This is going to be rough. But it'll be good. You're going to love it. You'll probably both vote for it. Great. Uh, the lads survived Bolivia, but were tried and convicted. After years in jail, they eventually manage an escape, much delayed by their long convalescence, which has left them injured for life. They meet up with an old robber buddy, Chris Christofferson.
0: Nice. Oh, nice.
2: And lay low and supply up. It's a real pirate shanty of a cowboy town with lots of singing, drinking, and women. Sundance is grumpy already because he doesn't want to live out the rest of his old days here and there's no place else left to go. But Butch has a plan. He heard from a guy on the inside there's a town with no mayor, a gold mine opportunity. Sundance just Riley asks what about Australia? Then we cut to an Elliot Gould scene back at the prison where he's talking to the warden, Raquel Welch. And we learn that he's our boy's hunter. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be he doesn't use guns. But he's always fiddling with a coin, that'll come back later. And then there's a I wrote montage like Cheers. Clearly, I was thinking of the montage from the first movie. Mm. Um, and then the, the the lads getting down to uh, <clears throat> this town. They get to the town and it's a gold mine, all right, an abandoned gold mine with a town full of people too poor to leave and barely getting by on the miners headed south to richer quarries. Elliot Gould shows up in Chris Christofferson's town, and it's a cool guy scene like in Sexy Beast. They're talking back and forth. Chris Christopherson doesn't want to give him up, of course. Elliot's doing his charming Elliot Gould thing. Elliot flips his coin open like a little, like a little blade, and he kills Whistler with it.
3: Whoa!
1: Mm.
2: You know, then go, turning, turning, then to the rest of the town to he'll he'll find him. He'll track him down.
3: Mm.
2: Uh, Butch and Sundance have set themselves up as mayor and lawman of this nothing town as the months have passed, and they have a little life here, but it is dull. They receive word via telegraph that a stranger is coming. This is a system set, his, uh, butch has set up to protect them in his old age. He's gotten uh, wise. Mm. Um, a Sundance on one of his hunting trips spots Elliot Gould coming down the mountain, so they know what kind of time frame they have. From here on, it's a bit like Three Amigos, and then it ends. Here's the ending bit. There's a, there's some action bit in the middle. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Um, but it ends with Elliot Gould sort of recreating that final freeze frame shot from the first movie. He's standing out in front of the law office now where the telegram is, the mm-hmm. telegraph machine is, presumably, possibly, potentially, having already sent word back to Warden Raquel Welch. I mean, he's standing there with his coin, flipping it open and closed. Just he's gonna, either he's gonna have to kill them, they're gonna have to kill him, and all the while the warden could be coming. Um, and while he's standing there, boom, boom! You hear the gunshots from Butch and Sundance, but we freeze frame, mm. um, and that's that's the end of that. Hmm. Yeah, nice. that's fine. It's you know, it's there's some cool stuff no, in there. Definitely. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's vote, vote him up. I'm gonna vote for vote yeah, oh, me too. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm this just is, not gonna
2: vote. <laughs> I was supposed to go first. Yeah.
3: Vote. I was really rooting for you, Butch. Well, thank you, Flatnose. That's what sustained me in my time of trouble. I'm it's
2: surprised right. you went with such a, uh, dare I say, whimsical... Yeah. It you know, was very patent too. What struck days
0: me a ab- <laughs> your winner? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we we remember. No, uh, no, I, it it just uh, in terms of thinking about what would give me more of what I liked in the first one. It's how, so how terrific! Do I do it. Yeah, dynamite! Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked not going Christian. Yeah, heaven, yeah, Greek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Keep it vague enough, like not make them like. Right. I am Zeus. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I did picture Hercules a bit. Sure. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah, that's what the
2: labors are based on. Yeah. I think it's good. Keep it loose enough that it's just like yeah. beliefs, yeah. whatever.
0: All right. Well. Um. Okay. So happy season.
2: Happy mid season finale. I have something for this. Oh. You do.
0: Okay. I've been. I've,
2: I've been guys. working on this. I've got. I don't have a. I don't have a case for it because oh. I haven't got a case, but I have a cassette. <gasps> um this will go this will fit into any standard oh cas- my. cassette and then is what you've cares? got here is a little cassette tape hard drive that and this has all of the songs you've made for the show oh! up through whatever we've got
0: holy shit um,
2: all nice remixed and remastered and polished for you
0: this is so nice i have
2: been as i've been remastering them saving them into a folder oh.
0: My because God. you
2: always do such amazing gifts <laughs> and you always have all of this. You put all this thought true, into it true. and you have all these brackets and... And I wanted to do a, a Paul thing. <laughs>
0: this is
3: so
2: And I love bad. the songs on the show yeah, so, so much. I, yeah, I wish they were on a Spotify playlist for everyone to hear, yeah, but now yeah. you have them all. And this despite is...
1: being fucking hipsters, we do not have a cassette tape case
2: somehow. Not, not one in the house. You have to get your own oh, cassette tape. Yeah, I'll find it.
1: I'll,
0: I'll scrounge one up somewhere. But this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm really excited about this. And you
2: can see it's got at the, yeah. the very first picture we took of the three yeah. of us on the back for the first season. For Congo, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Thank you so so mm-hmm. much. This is so wonderful. Ah wonderful. Wow. What a and what a finale moment. Yeah. Oh, and you're so good at, at the artwork and I mean I, I also have have several CDs, uh, Jellyvision. From oh, yeah, the yeah. work on those is so so cool. I love the way you package things. Cute. You're very in addition to so You'll many plug other for Jellyvision. things that I love. I, yeah,
1: I think jelly Jellyvision is, is genuinely hilarious. I, I
0: agree completely. I've loved it all. Yeah. So plug for Jellyvision. I don't know <laughs> if it's, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube still, right? I don't.
2: We made an luck. email for it. You know, yeah. it's it's easier to find it if you search. Jelly vision and then like shampoo dangerous. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you just search, there's something else called jelly vision that's much more And popular. that
0: was the second album, I believe, Third right? Shampoo dangerous or one Earthworm, of yeah.
2: Earthworm whatever was the. Earthworm riot. Earthworm riot, riot was yeah. the second one.
0: Okay, well, it's a blast. Check it out. Thank you. Um, really, it's you. funny, I can listen to jelly <laughs> Y'all are really great at making things.
2: You are really yeah. great at making yeah. things. <laughs> it's true. It's we true. are really great at making things.
0: So well, please come back. Uh, and here, the rest of the season, whenever we get to it, we're going to do an intermission-style thing where we each pick some movies that are not attached to this list that we want to do for easy, funsies.
2: relaxing. We've got some interesting, fun episodes planned. planned.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great.
2: And then... Some homework. fun guests but coming up. <laughs> yeah, it, <we'll
0: laughs> think of it as summer break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it turns out that only Butch Cassidy is in Cat Baloo, and Robocop slash LaFour's name is Peter Weller. That one I already knew, um, I should have corrected, but uh, please just don't get mad at us for those, because I corrected them here in the epilogue.